Hey guys, before this episode starts, I want to talk about some pretty cool news. Oki Investigations now has its own website. It's truecrime.blog, and it is a running blog for crime stories and for this show. So if you're a true crime buff and you want to see some cool things that we gathered while researching each show, including a like timeline of events that we put together, uh, newspaper clippings, court documents, and much, much more. Come check us out at truecrime.blog. One, two, three, and... Hello, everyone, and welcome to Oki Investigations. My name is Trevor Shelby. In this episode, we're going to conclude the story of the murder of Ralph Hubbard. He was a simple man who loved his family, and authorities believe that those closest to him were responsible for his death. In this episode, we're going to discuss what happened, why, and what's happened since. But first, if you're a first-time listener, to experience this podcast to its finest, hit that subscribe button so when we have new episodes, you will be the first to know. Then head on over to our YouTube page, Forgotten True Crime. Here, you can watch each episode packed with videos, pictures, documents, and a lot of the research that goes into making this podcast. Here we could discuss the case together and perhaps come up with our own theories on the many cases that will be featured on this show. Linktree is in the description. As a short recap from last week, Ralph Hubbard was murdered while out chopping wood. The police suspected his wife Della and the neighbor to have something to do with it. At the viewing before Ralph's funeral, Della confessed to the police that her neighbor Roy killed her husband and then threatened her. Roy was then arrested along with Della. Now Roy had been taken into the station to be arrested and questioned about the killing. Della was also taken in. When the questioning began, Roy denied all involvement in the murder. They showed him the letters that they found and he ended up admitting to having a former relationship with Della but nothing else. Roy's wife spoke to the press the day that Roy was arrested, and she was quoted as saying, Roy is innocent. I know he is. I'll prove it when that time comes. She had told the police on that day of the murder that Roy was with her all day. He didn't leave the house, and there was no way he committed the murder. Deputy Sheriff Wilson was getting worried about that alibi because no one had come forward to say anything else. They asked neighbors and other people that might have been in the area, but no one saw Roy Kinnon away from his home that day. As the days go on, Roy is moved from a small jail to the state prison. They get worried that the unrest in the town may cause a mob to form. Della stays in jail, but has stopped eating altogether and starts to become ill. At the time, the police believed that she was doing this because she had no appetite due to her guilty conscience. On December 19th, the state decided to exhume Ralph's body to do a full autopsy. There were several doctors that were from both sides of the court present for this. The state doctors believed that there was sufficient evidence suggesting that Ralph was hit over the head and dragged to the creek to drown. Other doctors, including one that first proclaimed that theory, changed their minds after seeing the bruises on Ralph's head were just surface bruises and they weren't very deep. They didn't believe that he was hit hard enough to cause that kind of damage. 
They didn't believe that the bruise was from somebody hitting Ralph. Rather, he might have bumped his head. State doctors believe that it was murder, and the other doctors believed he died of a heart attack and fell into the creek. After those disagreements were made public knowledge, Della then came forward and told the authorities that she and Roy had nothing to do with the murder. She had only confessed because she thought that there was a chance that Roy had killed her husband, but she never really believed it. This statement fell on deaf ears, and a few days later, the preliminary hearing would take place. At the preliminary hearing, both Della and Roy pled not guilty to the murder. The state called to the stand the undertaker who took Ralph's body after it was discovered. He testified that Ralph had water in his lungs, which indicated that he was still alive when he fell in the water. They also called witnesses who found the body and how it was positioned in the creek. They called the state doctors who testified that the autopsy showed that Ralph suffered a brain hemorrhage when he was hit over the head and the presence of water in the lungs showed that he was drowned after being struck. Then state detectives testified about finding the love letters in the Hubbard home. After hearing all of this evidence, the judge finds that there is sufficient evidence to hold both Della and Roy in jail with no bond. This caused some legal minds in the state to do a double take. In all of that evidence, what tied the two suspects to the crime? The love letters never contained a subject like killing Ralph. There was no witnesses to that crime, so nothing really connected them together. These were all things that Della's attorney brought up when he appealed the judge's decision. Even her confession was one that pointed to Roy as the killer and her, to her as a victim. She never implicated herself as the killer, so there was no evidence that she had killed anyone or really anything to suggest she might have. After hearing this, the judge reversed the decision and let Della out on bail. It took over a year for the actual trial to begin. Both Della and Roy were to stand trial, but they were not going to be tried together. On March 24, 1939, Della's trial was to begin. At the beginning of the trial, the assistant attorney general read the confession that Della had written word for word. This was to undermine her attempt to state that she didn't know about the murder before Ralph's body was found in the creek. The state then called two state physicians who examined Ralph's body. They both again testified that Ralph was hit over the head and that he was dragged into the creek. They state the bruises on his head was key evidence to that theory. The state pointed out that the button that was found on the ground when they moved Ralph's body belonged to a garment of Della's because they found it in her house and it was missing the button. The defense called their own doctors. They were not the state employees and were only involved because they too examined Ralph's body. They stated that the bruise on Ralph's head was a surface bruise. There was no damage to the skull or the brain. They believed that he suffered a stroke or maybe a heart attack and probably walked until he collapsed, which happened to be in the creek. Then as a surprise move, Della took the stand herself. She stated that the only reason she had confessed to anything was because she was held for hours in the police station and was told over and over that she was going to the electric chair if she didn't confess. So she gave in. 
and told them what they wanted to hear. It didn't take the jury long to find a verdict in this case. They found Della guilty and gave her a life sentence. Della nearly collapsed when hearing the verdict. Just a few days later, it was Roy's turn in the hot seat. One of the problems the state had with Roy's trial was they needed jurors who hadn't already formed an opinion in this case. It took days to finally put together a fair jury. The state began the trial as a carbon copy of the last, but the defense switched things up. Roy's wife took the stand and stated that there was no way Roy had done the killing. After she found out he had been involved with Della, Roy was never out of her sight. She remembered what they did on the day Ralph died, and Roy was never once out of her sight. The state had no witnesses to state that that was not true. Roy had a pretty solid alibi. Roy also took the stand and stated that he was with his wife, who he loves. What happened between him and Della was just a fling. He didn't love Della and knew that it was a mistake to deceive his wife. The jury deliberated overnight, and the next day they came back with a verdict of not guilty. Roy was acquitted of all charges. Now, it doesn't really sit right that the person who stated that she witnessed the murder was then convicted for that murder, with absolutely little to no evidence to tie her to the murder. On June 1st, 1939, Della's attorney hoped to argue just that to the appeals court. He reminded the court that Della was not on trial for cheating on her husband. He disproved the state's evidence with the button when a family friend came and testified that Della and Ralph was talking to him and Della's button fell off her coat. Ralph picked it up and slipped it into his pocket and this was just the day before he died. It was not unreasonable to think that it was still there and it fell out of his pocket. Seeing that there was really nothing to tie Della to the murder, the court found that there was not sufficient amount of evidence to warrant a punishment of life in prison. They let Della out on bond and told the state that they can retry her if they find the evidence they need to convict her. Della was never retried for Ralph's death. So what do you think? Did someone in this case get away with murder? Or did Ralph die of a heart attack? Personally, I think that the state jumped to conclusions in this case. Della didn't seem like the strongest-willed person, and they probably broke her trying to get that confession. She said what they wanted to hear and drove them forward in this case. Let me know what you guys think. Stop by our YouTube channel, Forgotten True Crime, to see more stories just like this one. Linked the link, link is in the link tree in the description. See ya. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.